This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, it's Michelangelo, and we're having roast for dinner. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. All right, it's Friday. Time for another A&G classic segment. This segment that I found goes back to 2004. The guys were invited to the California Roast. It's similar to the White House Correspondents' Dinner, where politicians get together, they schmooze, and of course they insult each other with inappropriate jokes. But for some reason, Joe didn't show up, and he had to explain himself to Jack. Luckily, it's a very sweet story as to why he didn't show up. It should be noted that in California at this time, the governor was this man. Yes, I say it. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. Yep, the movie star himself. Now, at least at this time, it seems like Jack was a huge fan of Arnold and his comedy. So let's go back to 2004. When Joe and Jack... Or at least Jack went to the California roast. Listen, I was going to address specifically why I was not at the event last night. Is now an appropriate time? Or sure. Do you want to? Because I feel I, I feel I bad. This this is there is no exaggeration in this story. There is no spin. Just the facts, ma'am. And here they are. My daughter Caitlin had a softball game last night. Mm-hmm. I'm the assistant coach of the team. More important than that, it means an awful lot to her when I'm at the games because I've missed three quarters of them because they've matched up exactly with my son's baseball team that I'm the head coach of. So I'm at the baseball game last night. You're the assistant coach, though. Yes. Because the head coach knows, right, that you catch him in the air, it's an out, and you run to first. And oh, yeah. He's, right. he's got the bases in order. He knows all about them, and he doesn't call home plate, home base, or anything. He's a good man. <laughs> good man. That's a good example. His name's Johnny. He's a, f- a very good coach and a nice guy. But anyway, so it, and, and, and Kate, it's her first year ever playing ball, and, and I help her. I help instruct her and encourage her, and there's a marked difference when I'm there and when I'm not, which is not that important, okay? But last night, for whatever reason, when she was not in the game, she was not only sitting next to me on the bench, but kind of cuddled up next to me on the bench with her arm around me. Mm -hmm. I had my arm around her. And I'm looking at my watch thinking I could announce daddy's got to go to work or not. And so I stayed there through the whole game, which ran late because it started late. And it was freaking hot yesterday. I don't know if anybody noticed in the valleys. It was inhumane. So I got home at 8 o'clock soaked with sweat. And I thought, do I take a shower? Go over there? I don't remember the schedule. And I decided no. So I didn't show up. I was a no-show. A no-show. A man who promises what he can't deliver. At I least to Stan in his palace. I don't care if you never show up for anything. 
I just, yeah, I, just, I didn't figure you did personally. <laughs> what the hell difference does it make to me? You just didn't want to answer the question. No, I just didn't want to answer the question. I was with It's my... all about me. Don't you understand? When it comes to me, it's all about me. I know. I know that. Believe me, deep in my bones, I know that. But I don't <laughs> want the, the people who are very nice and extended right. an invitation to a great event to think I blew it off. Right. I, I didn't blow it off. I felt like it was very important for me to be there with my daughter. Well, good. Night. You can call them later because the only thing I want to make sure is we get invited again next year. Because this yes. is a great event. I want to hear all about it. Very lucky that we were invited at all. I think the California Roast, they do it every single year. It's like the it's like that White House uh, press dinner that they have once a year. Remember that we were talking about a couple of weeks yes. ago? Where yes. people make really inappropriate jokes. Oh. <laughs> I mean, and say things that you can't imagine people in these positions of power saying oh, about no, each other. No. And the idea is more Sounds or less great. The idea is more or less what happens in the room stays in the room, although I did take notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll be invited again. Hey, what was what was for dinner? What was the dinner they left out and everybody got sad looking at it get cold? Um, I had uh, the roast beef, I believe, which was pretty good. You never know when you go to an event. You don't know if it's going to be a slip shot, half-assed, just another Rubbery in a hotel chicken. ballroom sort right. of thing, yeah. or or like this where pe- they really do it up. I mean, you can't even tell you're in a hotel ballroom. They spent so much time and was money there on wine? Decoration. Oh, are you kidding? There was booze. Over. Oh, damn! My kid will have more games. <laughs> what a n- what a numbnuts I am. But I don't know that. Wait, I mean, let me look at the schedule. I didn't see the schedule. No, it's not on the schedule. Because people, I heard people talking about. I heard people talk. The idea is it's a roast, and they pick somebody every year. And in, in this case, it was um, um, they had a bunch of honorees. They had a bunch of people, a bunch of people that are retiring. Some of them you've heard of. Willie Brown was the MC. People were t- telling me, oh, boy, if you haven't heard it, Willie do his, you know, MC stand-up comedy act, you got to see it. Because I've only seen him in serious setting. Right. And, and, and he was great and everything like that. But there were murmurs about, you know, the governor's usually here. And, you know, in the past, the governor would always be here. But I suppose Arnold's got other things to do, whatever. Yeah. Willie announces Arnold, and Arnold comes through the door. You know how Arnold does his thing. Yeah. He's got the uh, Secret Service that shows up first. Then he does his thing, and then he leaves. That's the way Arnold does things. Right. <clears throat> but Arnold shows up, and that guy is like a freaking trained stand-up comedian, Arnold. Mm-hmm. And he's just... He's unbelievable. I was sitting at the press table, and there were some people that were were sort of unhappy with the way the new rock star governor thing is working in that they don't return calls to the press all the time. They don't have to. Mm -hmm. It's not like the old days where you have a governor like Gray Davis or anybody else who wants to get a prop going, and they're calling up the press saying, I want to have a press conference about Prop 57. I'd like you to be there, and maybe two cameras show up. Arnold Schwarzenegger can pick and choose his times. And and everybody will show up and listen to everything he says. Right. So there's a little uh, little dissension there. But when he walks into the room, there is such a buzz. It's like a movie star has just shown up. Mm. It's unbelievable. But more on what he had to say coming up. He was he just he's brilliant at that sort of thing. He's not responding to the press. I say recall Arnold. Yeah. Good luck with that. Let's get that going. Man, and these same people that were uh, kind of unhappy with him, as soon as he walked in the room, everybody's standing up and cheering. There's Arnold! <laughs> okay, so that was segment one. Now, in segment two, Jack goes on to talk about how Arnold is a great stand-up comic. California roast that they do every single year, This, um, where they roasted six, I guess they're all outgoing legislators. Willie Brown was the MC, and he was, uh, he was, he was great, as Willie Brown always is. Um, using nasty language, which is always exciting. This is like the this is this is like the White House press corps dinner. The point of this is kind of a 
nonpartisan, gloves are off, we say stuff here we wouldn't normally say, what happens here stays here sort of thing. Except I did, that Jack was invited. I did take notes, so <laughs> pass along some of the things. Willie comes out with some very um, raw language and funny jokes and is sharp and good as always, but upstage by the one and the only, as they used to introduce him when they would uh, award him his yet another Mr. Olympia crowd, here is the one and only, the great Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he came out and did his stand-up routine, and he freaking owned the room. Yeah, he's and, funny. And he went on for, I don't know, did 15 minutes of stand-up basically with he's so old and he's so fat jokes mostly. Uh, one-liners that he probably got from some toast book, but he delivered them like he's Jerry Seinfeld. He the great people... thing about Arnold when he's being funny is when he's not funny, he's hilarious. Oh, yeah. A joke is bomb. Okay, you can't like all of them. No, but I got to tell you. No, I'm being serious here now. No, but really. Um, and he just keeps going and going. And when he got done, somebody at my table said, boy, I'd hate to have to follow him. Yeah, because that, that's the end of the night. Sorry. You're not going up after Arnold. Arnold, it's just... I don't know if it's because he's already big in a movie star, so we get this reaction, or if it's something about him that made him a big movie star. You know, he's actually got some sort of power. Both. But when he walks in the room, everybody looks at him and goes, you just get you get a little jittery. Oh, yeah. my God, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can't help I mean, I don't like any of his movies. <laughs> I don't have any particular uh, um, reverence for his craft or, or ability or anything. What craft? Well, right. <laughs> So as a bodybuilder, he's pretty good. But he walks into the room, and every everybody stood and, and cheered, and there's just an electricity in the room, and he goes on and on with the jokes. Oh, he's, he's so old. Let me tell you how old he is. He's so old his prostate have mice. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> which I thought was a very funny joke. But people laugh and laugh and laugh, and he just keeps going and going and going with the jokes. And, um, boy, somebody introduced Willie Brown earlier. And the introduction was, a man I've known since uh, back in the day. I remember when his suits were Armani and not paternity. Which uh, got a big groan from the crowd that was like, boy, even at a roast, that's a little much. I don't remember who's introducing John Burton. You remember that recently they tried to pass a law that we can't force feed ducks for pate de foie gras? Right. Geese. Geese, whatever. Uh, He said... um, Geese? It's geese, yeah. Why don't you stop forcing food down the throats of geese um, when you stop forcing your liberal crap down the throats of these citizens? <laughs> Which also got a groan from the audience. Oh, out of bounds. That's what I thought. Uh, but Schwarzenegger just, he killed. He killed. He is, he is the rock star governor. He is, he is funny. He has got something that normal people don't have, whatever it is. He is as confident and relaxed as any human being I've ever seen in my life. Right. It's absolutely amazing. And there's something hilarious about seeing a guy so confident and relaxed telling terrible jokes. Right. And laughing at his own, you know, oh, terrible yeah. jokes. Oh, but I got to tell you. And then he'll come back with a really good one. But and, seriously. And he doesn't care whether they're good or bad. He just shifts from foot to foot. And, oh, yeah. and, then, and also, the guy was up there who tried to pass the ferret bill that you can't own ferrets in California for right. some other reason. Yeah, the ferret menace. And, and Arnold goes on about, uh, do you remember Kindergarten Cop? I actually had a ferret in Kindergarten Cop. None of you have seen it? Oh, God, get out of here. Uh, but I had a, had a ferret. And in the movies, you have to have a bunch of different ferrets because if the ferret gets tired, you know, you need to have a fresh ferret. So we actually had 10, 10 ferrets on the movie set and I'd just like to show you. And he pulls out these fur boots. I had these boots made with the ten ferrets. <laughs> he pulls out these fur boots. <laughs> he killed. He was funny. I'm sorry I missed it. So as you know, Arnold has become a big part of the A&G show over the years. I got a lot of sound drops of him and he's definitely one of my favorites. And I have a lot of fun with the sound drops on the show. 
Well, thanks for joining us for another ANG Classic segment. Uh, I'm going to keep looking through the archives and have more to share with you next week. Well, I guess that's it.